Hey, what's up guys, Aaron Bennett here. So in this video, I'm gonna dive into some of the latest stories in crypto and show you exactly why the crypto market rebounded as it did. And it starts out with this story right here, basically what the Fed is doing and also what Evergrande in China is going to do. Then take a look at a story from Robinhood launching a crypto wallet in 2022. This is very bullish, more so than I think most people realize, which I'll cover. Then take a look at an opinion by Mike Novogratz, a Bitcoin, Ethereum billionaire, very influential, talking about what he sees in the market, how he sees institutional engagement and investment, and what he thinks is going to happen in the future. Then again, covering what's going on in the month of September versus the end of the year. Take a look at a few charts from Willy Woo's Twitter account, his public Twitter. Basically, Bitcoin versus the S&P 500 and why Bitcoin went down so much more then the equities, and then take a look at a few charts he posted on his Twitter, the supply shock, basically supply and demand of coins and why the price of Bitcoin and Ethereum, but mostly Bitcoin, is doing what it's doing. And then take a look at why he thinks even if the equities, the stock market sells off, there's a big downturn, Bitcoin won't go down that much. And then ending the story talking about Unstoppable Domains Partnership with Trust Wallet. So if you like this kind of content, this quick and dirty, what's going on with the market content, go ahead and click that subscribe button so you can get these all the time when I put it out. Also, there will be timestamps below if you wanna catch those as well. So the first story, going over an overview of what happened with the market and why the market has rebounded. So let's check this out. It says, equities and crypto investors were clearly worried about the possible bankruptcy of China's Evergrande real estate firm, and many feared that the possible default of Evergrande could spark a global decline in financial markets. So people were talking about contagion. Basically, this would be the first domino to set off a worldwide collapse of every major economy, but that's not what it looks like it's going to happen. So these concerns were temporarily put to rest after Evergrande was able to come to an agreement with bondholders and avoid defaulting on its obligations. So this, along with what Jerome Powell said today or yesterday when you watch this, helped move the price of Bitcoin, cryptos, and equities up. So Jerome Powell said that the central bank plans to continue its level of monthly bond purchases for the foreseeable future. So they're not going to be cutting back on their bond purchases. They're not going to be essentially tapering, which is the fancy word for it. So that is a very bullish signal to people who are investing in the crypto market and also in equities. So the next story, take a look at Robinhood launching a crypto wallet in 2022. Now, Robinhood offers free trades. Uh, they're free to you, but they make their money by selling your information and your order book or selling their order book two other companies, which is what a lot of people really don't like about them. But putting that aside, they're going to be launching a crypto wallet in 2022. So Robinhood is launching a custodial commission-free crypto wallet. So it's going to be free for us, which is really huge and will really put a lot of pressure on a lot of different companies, including Coinbase, uh, to say, hey, you know, you need to offer uh, cheaper purchases. You need to make this cheaper. The long-awaited functionality will make it easier for Robinhood customers to manage, send, and receive crypto. So one of the reasons why this is really big is they will be able to send 
crypto from their Robinhood account to another wallet. So one of the main problems with Robinhood is that if you wanted to say, send your Bitcoin to another wallet, let's say you wanted to send it to Celsius Network or Voyager or someplace where you can earn yield and earn some uh, passive income with it, you couldn't do that. You would have to sell your Bitcoin into cash, then repurchase that Bitcoin on whatever platform you wanted to earn yield on. Now you won't need to do that. So one of the reasons why this is a big deal is you would have to incur taxes in order to do that. Meaning if you, you know, bought Bitcoin at 20 and now it's at $45,000, $50,000, you would have to sell that Bitcoin, uh, get hit with capital gains tax, and then repurchase that Bitcoin. Now you don't need to do that. So I can actually see this increasing the popularity and also the assets under management that something like Celsius uh, Network, Nexo, or Voyager actually have. Because people are going to want to start earning yield on their crypto. So the next story talking about the billionaire and Galaxy Digital CEO, Mike Novogratz, saying what is going on in the market. So he says, I've seen nothing but engagement and activity from our investing in corporate clients. The level of inquiry and the level of business has never been higher. We see so much capital coming into the space in private ways and in public ways. He says, I am not nervous. And really talking about the recent dip in the crypto market, he says, I'm not nervous because he sees what's going on in the macro environment. I mean, he is seeing essentially millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars flow into the crypto space. So he sees things from a different perspective than just like you and I. Uh, I'll get to what Willie Wu said about what's going on on chain, which is very important, uh, which also covers kind of what's going on in the macro space of Bitcoin. So getting back to this story, he says the recent crypto market correction can be attributed to fears of coming government regulations. So I've talked about that before. He says the China news scared people as well as worry about the Fed coming out talking about stablecoins and regulation. There were rumors yesterday all over the Mainnet 2021 conference. This is a Bitcoin conference or, or a crypto conference in New York. And these rumors were saying that the SEC was showing up and subpoenaing people, which apparently did not happen. I saw people tweet that and uh, it, it, it felt like FUD. It felt like people who wanted to short the market. You got to remember, guys, there are people who have huge positions who want the market to go down. These are people that maybe control a lot of money or maybe they are just whales themselves that have thousands of Bitcoin. So to think that there aren't people with a lot of money and a lot of influence putting out fake FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, fake news stories. I mean, that that's happening. So it, you really got to be careful about what you see, what you listen to, what you believe. Um, I guess same thing could be applied to the normal media as well. So he says there was a lot of nervousness in the market and we watched a lot of the shorter term risk leave the market. So either by uh, taking leveraged positions and then they got liquidated or people just got scared and wanted to leave. What he says at the end, he says, there was a tremendous amount of activity around level one blockchains, things like Ethereum, where people realize the story is not just Bitcoin, but it is really web 3.0. Missing web 3.0 would be like missing the internet. And we've seen lots of money pile in. So he says that's why people are not getting super scared of investing right now. They realize even if there are shorter corrections or even if there are uh, some market movements that may you know, make the price go down, 
SEC stuff, China stuff, whatever. Overall, smart money realizes that this is the the biggest wave in the last, I don't know, two decades since the internet came out. And they don't want to miss it. They don't care about the SEC or Gary Kensler. They don't want to miss this gold rush, essentially. So the next chart I wanted to show you guys, I know I covered this yesterday, but just a reminder, September suck, October's and November's and December's usually do better. So my guess is we will see that play out. Next, take a look at a chart that Willie posted on his Twitter earlier today, Bitcoin price versus the S&P 500. So Bitcoin went down 23% recently in the same time frame. The S&P went down 4%. Was Bitcoin uh, sold off too aggressively? Was there an overhype of fear in Bitcoin? And, and will Bitcoin come back up? I think so. I think that this sell-off was um, exaggerated and it was overly done. Next, take a look at his post talking about Bitcoin supply shock. So this is the supply and demand of Bitcoin. This is really what drives the price or one of the major, uh, major things on chain that drives the price. If there's a lot of supply and little demand, the price is going to go down. If there is little supply, but a lot of people want it, the price is going to go up. Long-term investors keep on buying like nothing has happened. He says sooner or later, there will be a supply squeeze to the upside. So uh, this is basically the end of the chart here. You can see the price of Bitcoin on the top going down, but the supply is going up. So what's happened is basically the true value of Bitcoin is below where it should be. The true value of Bitcoin should be higher based upon the supply and demand. So next, he shared a tweet talking about short-term Bitcoin investors or speculators sold off in a flight to safety, he says, but long-term investors are piling on the buys even as the equities were going down. He said this time investors aren't even selling, which is very bullish. Uh, we know that when we're seeing long-term investors, whale accounts begin to move uh, coins, Bitcoin onto exchanges and also begin to sell, that is usually the time when the bull market uh, is probably coming to a close. So I will be covering that, of course. So if you guys are not following me, make sure to do so so you can catch that, keep you guys up to date. So next, take a look at Unstoppable Domains, which is basically a way for you to get a domain like brad.wallet. I have a few. I have aaronbennett.crypto. I have uh, aaronblog.crypto. I have a lot. I have a lot of domains. And uh, it's a way where you can replace this long address with a very, very easy domain. And you can set or you can link up a lot, I think over 50 different crypto addresses to your domain. If you had a friend that wanted to send you $50 in, I don't know, like a million different coins, they can just send it to yourname.crypto or whatever domain you buy. So it says use your username across 50 plus apps that support 275. Oh, I was way wrong. 275 plus tokens and coins. So the cool thing about these is that there are no renewal fees ever. Uh, you just buy it once and that's it. You can use it to make a website. You can sell it if you want uh, as an NFT. So I think having at least one is a good idea. I will leave uh, the link below if you want to check it out. And their partnership with Trust Wallet. Trust Wallet is an app on your phone. It's a it's a wallet where you have full custody of you have the keys to your crypto. Uh, I use it all the time. I actually have a Trust Wallet. I'm not going to show it up on my phone here, but I uh, I use it all the time. So now what's cool is that one of the biggest wallets you can just send crypto to people just with their domain. So 
Pretty cool. And to finish off the video, taking a peek at the markets, wow. So we've seen a big, big surge above $2 trillion for the total market cap uh, today. Uh, just phew, everything's green. So, you know, you can never project or you can never predict what's going on here. Those of you guys that bought that dip, congrats. Like I said in my video yesterday, I did not buy the dip. I was expecting or I was, you know, thinking it may go down to the high 30s to the mid 30s for Bitcoin. I was waiting. I guess I messed up. Maybe the price of Bitcoin will never go below where it recently did. Who knows? We don't really know these things. So a lot of big winners. I'm not even going to cover it, but man, 20s, 30% for the top 100. Wow. So that is amazing how quickly the sentiment can change. And that's important to remember when it looks like the sky is falling or when it looks like um, things could not get worse than what they are. I mean, things can change in a moment. Gary Gensler can say something. Jerome Powell can say something, which he did. He said, we're not going to be, we're not going to be tapering. They're going to keep buying bonds. Uh, things that you're freaked out about, like Evergrande, they can go away. Um, all sorts of stuff can just like vanish in a day. It's very, very important to remember that. And that goes both ways, right? We've seen it go both ways. We've seen it go uh, where everything is looking peachy. And then um, Elon Musk, well, now he doesn't have as much of an influence, but Elon Musk decides to be a jerk and say something really stupid. We've seen that too. So it's important to remember that things can change quickly. Alrighty, guys, that is it for the video. Make sure to subscribe to the station if you like this kind of content. Until next time, talk with you soon and bye for now.